What is real? What is not real? And what is only acceptably real? Yo, Jerry. Hey, what's up, man? Not much. Just uh, ate some delicious food. Mmm. What kind of food? Well, tonight we made crab rangoons and seafood pasta. That sounds delicious. I yeah. had a delicious bunch of popcorn. <laughs> bunch of popcorn. That was your. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I had this huge breakfast, so. Um, I just, I compensated by having just popcorn for dinner. What did you, I mean, you had a big breakfast. Did you feel full all day? At what time did you start to feel hungry again? About seven. Wow. Really? So it was a big, 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 breakfast. it was a big breakfast. I'm, I'm, um, I'm doing weight watchers. And so I only have oh. so many points, right? Yeah. Oh, um, I've I've lost fifty pounds since you've seen me last. <laughs> wow, really? Congratulations! Yeah, Tracy's really happy with me. I'm sure she is. Yeah, she is. Um, as long as you don't lose it where it counts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the gym too, so good for you. Yeah, for you. So gain some muscle muscle mass back. What do, what do you so, think has been the driving? Well, what do you think has been the driving thing? Like your your urge to to do that, to lose weight. What's your motivation? Just, it was like just one day I just decided it was just time to do it. I, I can't even explain it. Wow. But I, I, I <laughs> so I guess, I guess weight watchers is acceptably real, but it really does work. And this is, we're not, okay, folks, we are not, um, being Weight Watchers is not paying us to say this <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, but I mean, uh, I've, you know, I've been on diets before lots of different ones, including the four hour diet, which kind of worked for a while. Um, but I've had two friends who went on Weight Watchers and both of them just came back and said, Hey, this, this is the one that actually worked for me. And the, the last one was I went to a wedding um, back late last year of a, of a friend's daughter. And I saw him for the first time in years and I did not recognize him, right, at all. I, I recognized his voice and I was like, wow. is, is that you? And <laughs> it was me. He was so – he was like a beanpole. And – uh and yeah, he said, uh, I'm on wage watchers, man. It really works. So I, I gave it a try and, and, uh, and I'm not doing that thing where you go to the meetings or anything like that. I, I just have the app, right. And it counts right. the points and the points are like, it's the first time I've ever done a diet that didn't feel like a diet. And you can actually eat whatever you want, but you have to budget that because it's a point system. So it's kind of like spending. So it's like calories in versus calories out kind of, except they yeah. kind of make it a little nicer for you. Yeah. 
I see. Cool. Okay. Well, congrats. I mean, I know this isn't the topic of the conversation we want to have, but well, but I mean, hey. it's, it, it is kind of it's it, it's. I, I I did not expect to talk about this, but well, that's the whole point. I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but it, it it is working for me. So, but yeah, that's why uh, I spent all my points on breakfast this morning. <laughs> Nice. So popcorn was only four points and I could afford that. So yes. um, you know, that's, that's really strange that you say that um, because it's just, uh, I did something recently and what I did. And last time you and I kind of spoke briefly about video games, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that was before we started recording, but um, I have a treadmill and I, you know, my, my girlfriend is a runner and I try running on it, but it's more of me like jogging quickly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, it's not full out sprinting or anything. Um, but what I did, I hooked up my, my TV, my, my big monitor in front of the treadmill and my PC. So I play Skyrim with a, a Xbox controller mm-hmm. while I'm like power walking on the treadmill. Um, <laughs> and I do it. No, and because you know, I'm, I'm adventuring and I'm, I'm walking and I'm, you know, getting my Fitbit steps and, um, I don't feel like such a piece of crap while I'm enjoying, uh, being dragonborn. So hmm. it's pretty cool. That is cool. I remember once there was an arcade game that, um, I, I think was, I think it was at a Dave and Buster's and you had to get on a bicycle and actually pedal and you're oh, nice. you're basically pedaling a um, a pedal powered airplane, and and so in front of you had this big kind of wraparound screen, and by leaning the bike and pedaling faster, you would fly this airplane through this land, and you had to get away from like pterodactyls and stuff, and it was it was really fun, but man, you had to actually you really had to exercise. <laughs> Fun like, if I had that at home, I would be so fit. <laughs> so wow. I, I'm always it, get on that Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, you know what? I know this has nothing to do with this, but I, I read something today, and I don't know if you've seen this, but there is this guy who owns this ranch. I don't know if it's somewhere in Nevada or something. Uh-huh. I still this on the internet. Um. And it's probably just some hilarious kind of article, but this man claims to have shot 16 gray aliens with a shotgun. Ooh. Um, I guess he's trying to sell off his land because he says it's like a hot bed for alien activity. And I just thought that was, you know, I think that's hilarious because if you Google it, if you Google man fends off gray aliens with weapon, it might be from farm. It might be one of the top things that comes up. And <laughs> I try not to, you know, give people crap for how they look. But this guy, you know, looks straight out of like the Simpsons comic book hero. You know what I mean? <laughs> the comic book guy from the Simpsons who's like, peace, you don't know anything about anything. Um, and <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Just Give it a shot, ladies and gentlemen, and, and Google it. Um, oh, it's quite funny. But, um, yeah, uh, you know what else you and I were kind of talking about in a text message for a little bit was the 
declassification of a bunch of UFO-related documents as of recent, right? Yeah. Did you watch that video? No. It's amazing because it's it's um it's it's taken by a, a Navy jet fighter. Wow. It, it's it's not like Joe and his camera, you know. This is like some serious government stuff, and you see it. I mean, it's still kind of. I mean, you don't. It's, you know, have you ever watched those those uh, declassified videos where you see the targeting um, of like like from a drone or from a helicopter, and you kind of see uh, it's it's more of an outline of something, and and then the missile goes and blows it up. Sure. Yeah. It's that kind of a vision, but I mean, you could see this disc and you could see it's like at a certain angle and then it flips around and it does this other thing. And it went from 80,000 feet down to 20,000 feet. And, and you hear the pilots talking back and forth and they're like, there's a whole fleet of these. Oh my God. You know, that's, they're saying back and forth. Wow. That's who was it? It was, um. I think the Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid is is part of this. Senator John Glenn, uh, Robert Bigelow from Bigelow Aerospace, was helping fund or, or no, he was getting funds for this from a kind of an actual real X Files agency in from inside the Pentagon, which um, some say have actually has been stopped but others say no it's really still going i mean this is this is the first time i've actually seen something that made me think that that's real (laughs) you know yeah it's hard i mean it's it's easy to discount most other ones right but this is from a jet fighter taken by the government with trained you know fighter pilots chatting back and forth Oh, come on. I mean, there after so many sightings from people, I mean, you can't, I think it's kind of ludicrous to discount thousands of people's, you know, sightings. Sure, it might be their own sightings, but it's crazy to discount each of those as hoax. I mean, there has to be something, and this kind of gives you proof that it might actually be something. Well, the, um, the, 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 uh, the U.S. Department of Defense says, yes, this is real, but... They say it doesn't, nothing is there proving that this is from, it's, it's, it's not, not it, proof that's from another planet, you know? It could be grown or something from some other, you know, uh, country. Could be some foreign technology that we don't know of, some if, top if, secret. If it is technology from this planet and it belongs to someone who is not friendly to the United States, we are in big trouble. I'll put it that way. Well, but, I mean, but the people who released it say nobody's got this technology here. We would know about it. Yeah, you know. Sure, but how long ago did the they declassify that stealth fighter? You know, the United States that black. Yeah, but stealth this fighter. is so. I mean, this is like a, a craft that is able to move without the restrictions of inertia, right? Right. So it's it's almost like it's a projection. I mean, so the devil, the devil's advocate in me in something like this pops up and says, "Well, okay, well, couldn't this be released by 
the government to distract you from something else. Maybe they make something like this up so you're not paying attention to something else. I mean, that was basically what Nixon did with the war on drugs. He started this war on drugs and, you know, made big deal out of it to distract everybody from the Vietnam War. I mean, that was the real reason, apparently. Mm -hmm. So, so to, to please the skeptics out here, I will at least present that. But, I mean, see, even the Vatican has come out. Not the Vatican proper, but spokespeople in the Vatican. The Vatican's official stances, we, we, we have no official stance. <laughs> but their spokesman came out and said, you know, they actually referenced this and was like, this is some serious stuff. And <laughs> interesting things that they've said is any entity, no matter how many tentacles it has, has a soul. Wow. And they'd be more than willing to baptize a space alien if it asked them to. Wow. <laughs> so, so uh, the X-Files, I want to get back to, I want to get back to that. Um, I mean, are we talking like men in black? You know, cause that's a whole other thing. I mean, no, this is more like, um, well, all right. Apparently Bigelow claims or, okay. I'm, I don't have the article right in front of me and who knows if it's real or not, but an article claimed that Bigelow said that his company, Bigelow Aerospace, or at least under his control, had been storing material for the government from this X-File organization that um, was of extraterrestrial origin. And uh-huh. someone, uh, okay, this, uh, I I hate saying something like this without actually being to look at the article and say this person said it. But the statement I read was, this is like, is if you gave Leonardo da Vinci a garage door opener and so he could, you know, examine it. And that's kind of the stage that we are with this thing that there are these things that we have. And, and it's like, we're still trying even to figure out what plastic is. Huh. <laughs> that's, that's the stage where we don't even, we have no idea how it works or what it does. We're, we don't even know what the material is. So, I mean, that, that's the analogy of handing him a garage door opener and him trying to figure out what, what the heck this does. And so Leonardo is still trying to figure out just what the plastic is. So does that make sense? Am, am I? Yeah, you kind of, you're, you're close to the edge, but I got you. I got you. On top of that, so, the, you know, the, the, like in our text messages, now this is kind of on the same topic, but not quite. I was kind of blown away by some of these things. They're estimating that there are as many free-floating stars outside of galaxies as there are in galaxies. Huh. So apparently that was discovered a while ago. So there is twice as many stars in the universe than we thought there were because they've discovered that between the galaxies, there's still a lot of stars, right? Now the newer one is scientists say that for every star in our galaxy, there are an estimated 2000 free floating planets that are without stars. 
just floating around in space between star systems. Planets, 2,000 planets per star. Wow. That scares me. <laughs> Why, though? Have, Why? You ever, have you ever seen um, When Worlds Collide? Yeah, just because you think the world's going to collide? with um, there's, there's a lot of planets floating around out there outside our solar system that could just float right into our solar system. I know it's a silly yeah. thing to be scared of. But, but there's so much space. That is true. There is so much space, but still. Blank space, as Taylor Swift would say. What was that other that other one that came out not too long ago with Kirsten Dunst in it? Melancholia. Sounds like a fun movie. It was an interesting movie. Melancholia. The very first thing you see is the Earth getting destroyed. <laughs> It's kind of like, and then it kind of goes back and it tells you the story. And it's like this very human story of this person, this, this woman who suffers from severe uh, depression and she's getting married, but she actively screws her life up all the time. Right. And then in the middle of all this, and so like the first half of it is like this horrible train wreck of a, of a wedding. And then toward the end of it, she's looking up at this stars and she's like what what star is that well it turns out there's a planet entering our solar system and it's closer and closer and closer and then the rest of the story is them you know checking out this planet getting closer and closer and and then uh her sister goes online and is looking at um at um a, a website and it's showing what they calling the, the dance of death between the two planets. And so it's pretty well known that it's going to destroy earth, but they're living in denial about it. Right. Right. And, um, so then she calms down and she's kind of like happy that it's happening. Cause she's, you know, basically she, <laughs> she was going to be suicidal anyway. But her poor sister and has kids, and she's running around panicking, trying to figure out a place to hide. And you kids, there's nowhere to go. And that was the that was the whole last half of the movie. And then the planet hits, and they all die. We all die. Everybody dies. That's it. The end. You know. <laughs> Dear listener, we're going to pause for a moment to allow space for a sponsor message which may or may not show up depending on some mysterious algorithm. We'll be right back. Hey, Jerry here. As some of you may have guessed, part of my day job involves setting up and maintaining websites. Recently, I had a project where I needed to convert an older website to WordPress, and part of the challenge was choosing the perfect website hosting service. I did a lot of research, and I finally chose DreamHost. Not only is DreamHost widely recognized, but they're the number one recommended hosting service by WordPress themselves. And WordPress has their own web hosting service, but they still wholeheartedly endorse DreamHost. Well, since then, I discovered I like DreamHost so much that I moved all my personal websites to DreamHost, including the blog for this podcast. And it is my great pleasure to have DreamHost be an affiliate sponsor to this show, and we can offer you, our listeners, $50 off if you sign up using our link. 
Now, we chose them. They didn't choose us. We wanted them specifically as a sponsor. So if you are wanting to set up a website or a blog, and especially if you want to use WordPress, the easiest and most trusted content management system out there, just go to acceptablyreal.com slash dreamhost and sign up. Once again, if you use our link, you'll end up with $50 off and you'll be helping our show. Remember that link, acceptablyreal.com slash dreamhost, and get your website up and running today. Okay, the space for a sponsor message has passed. And with that, we return to the show. <laughs> Melancholia. But I mean, that's why it kind of freaks me out that there's 2,000 planets for every sun floating around out there. What's really strange, and if you think about it, it's like if something did happen, it would be at the most random time, I think. I know. I don't, right. If there is some type of intergalactic emergency or, or explosion or supernova or something, and and we couldn't predict it, it would just happen instantly. It could happen at any time, any second, any day. Oh, that just blows my mind. Yeah, the supernova thing. I mean, uh, it doesn't even have to be our start. It, but, but they, they, they kind of they could tell when a star is going to go supernova, and there's no no star within our our region that's in that kind of state. Yeah, and and really, this whole scenario of another planet coming and hitting ours is so remote. It's silly, but it wouldn't even take that. Just if a big planet just kind of like cruised around and like did a little loop through our solar system, even if it's like at the outer edge, the gravity can so upset the delicate balance of our solar system that it could throw all sorts of comets everywhere. It can affect everything. And then, and then over a period of years or maybe millennia, then it would like seriously, you know, do us harm. Well, yeah, another, another, in, in other news, in other news, Bigfoot and Loch Ness sightings are on the rise. Oh, what about that? Uh, did we talk about this last, the other last podcast episode where uh, this lady was trying to sue? Did we actually bring that up? Because I've been watching oh. that. I, I, I've been posting things like that on our Facebook page. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really kept or um, heard anything else since then. I haven't really updated anything. Uh, but I thought that was fascinating. They. She was suing the state of California. Yeah, to recognize it as a species. Um, I haven't heard it about Loch Ness monster sightings on the rise, though. Can you go into that a little bit? Well, I I suspect that one is just based on the rise of popularity of tourism at Loch Ness. Has mm-hmm. something to do with either? Excuse me. Either more people are there to witness it, or. There's more people there to claim that they saw it and, or, or there's someone who is successfully faking a monster out there to drum up more business, to bring more tourists in. I'm, I'm kind of skeptical about that one. And to tell you the truth, I'm, I'm very skeptical about Bigfoot too, but I think it's a lot more likely than Loch Ness because oddly Bigfoot type creatures are common in the mythos of many, many different um, uh, tribes across the, you know, the, the globe. Right. Right. 
I mean, unless they could disguise themselves like they, you know, they could disguise themselves as bears or something if we get too close to them. I have a hard time believing there was actual Bigfoot population out there. But it's sightings are on the rise. So, I mean, my, my question is, is it due to the population of the world on the rise? So you got more people. And so more there, there's, I, I want to know if the rise in Bigfoot sightings correlates with the rise in population. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good if, you, if, you, if you got more people, there's going to be more people claiming something across yeah. the board, including big, Bigfoot sightings. Uh, also, especially in the United States, does the rise in Bigfoot sightings correlate with the rise of legal marijuana use? <laughs> you know, wow. Or or does the rise of of Bigfoot sightings and and even Loch Ness sightings correlate with the rise of social media accounts? The more social media accounts, the more people there will be claiming that they see something. You know, so yes. I want to know what the more means. What do you, what do you think? Well, I, I mean, that's a good point that you bring up more people equals more of a chance for people to claim they saw something, if that's kind of what you're saying. Um, I, I guess so a lot of the times I like to play the skeptic. I like to I like to say that eh, they're probably just saying it just to get some attention. But as I said earlier in this, you know, in the show that I, I feel with so many sightings, you know, there's, I feel there's a higher chance of, of uh, a possibility that somebody actually did see something that they could not explain. Well, I agree well, I, that people would be seeing something they can't explain. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a Bigfoot, though. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you would think there would be a body by now. Right. You, you run a People walking through the forest stumble upon dead deer, dead bear, dark, dead, you know... Armadillos, where's the dead Bigfoot? You know. Mm. So, bring me a body and I'll I'll believe it. (laughs) But but I'm not saying I'm not saying shoot one. (laughs) Do you remember? um, I I think maybe we actually did talk about it, but there was those two hunters who claimed that they shot a Bigfoot and they had it in a freezer in a freezer and i was so excited <laughs> i was like finally oh my god it's real and it turned out it was fake i'm like i want to just drop kick those guys off a cliff yeah. those bastards yeah. and and if they're listening to me uh, right now on my you podcast bastards. you, you, are such you bastards, bastards. <laughs> how dare you fake something like that get us all excited about nothing Here's here's a good correlation to the Bigfoot thing, right? For years, everybody was reporting that um, Honda Accords were the most stolen cars out there. Like, everybody was targeting Honda Accords. Until finally, some smart reporter said, no, wait a minute. Okay, here's the rise of Honda Accord um, thefts. And here's here's the number of Honda Accords out there as compared to all other types of cars. And they were exactly the same. 
So yeah, there was more Honda Accord thefts because there's more Honda Accords to steal than the other cars. It wasn't didn't mean that they were being targeted. It just meant that there was more of them out there, so more car thefts would randomly take the same car that there was more of, you know? Hmm. So that would kind of explain why there's so there's more people with social media accounts would claim it would mean that there's more instances of people saying I've seen Bigfoot. That that was my only point with that. That's fair. That's a fair point. But ladies and gentlemen, do not panic. There there was probably no no actual Bigfoot that is going to come into your house and steal your your beef jerky. That's a funny depiction of him. That's <laughs> one of my favorite depictions of Bigfoot. You think there's a, there's a Bigfoot movie? There's a movie coming out making Bigfoot the monster that is terrorizing things. I hate that. Yeah. You don't know that it's going to be a terrible thing. That's just mean. Why? There's. Of all the Bigfoot sightings, how many of them have ever claimed that they were hostile? Mm. Zero that I could think of. It reminds me of that horror movie where they demonized leprechauns. Do you remember that? Where they turned yeah. them into like some sort of little monsters and like like big teeth and everything. Like, come on. Lucky Charms didn't do that. It's <laughs> funny. Stop taking those Lucky Charms. He'll be nice. What else do we got? Well, there, I mean, there's a, a couple things. There's I had something about the pyramids. Oh, what's that? Uh, that scientists kind of finally figured out uh, how they the ancient Egyptians made the pyramids so like accurate, like with their design and structure. Oh, and well, I guess it's more of a theory. It. Hang on, I have it right here. Give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. It's like scientists finally admitting that ancient men might be a, uh, like clever. As <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so where is it? Where ancient is it? civilizations. Oh, my God. They might actually have been smart. Yeah. And we're not as smart as we think we are. Pyramids. Sorry, hang on. So what is it? What is the scoop? How'd they do it? Yeah, look. So well, there are no engineering documents or architectural plans that were ever found, right? And that's mm-hmm. kind of a well-known fact. It, it's kind of hard to imagine that there's such a method that, that could be much simpler than aliens coming down. But they're, I guess what they, they were claiming is that they were just using the stars and they were using like, super simple mathematics to calculate accurate type turns, right? When mm-hmm. they were meeting the end of it. And that kind of lined everything up. So I guess in, like they were able to see that all the um, the cardinal directions and use all of that uh, that uh, star knowledge that they have from looking up at the stars to help guide the, uh, the construction of it. So, Well, I want to know how in the heck they cut those stones. So yeah, perfectly. I mean, good point. But they I mean, don't really have all that technology like we do. It's well, how 
how I mean, like the Easter Island statues? How the heck right. they do that? I mean, that's amazing too. Um, There's and, a bunch of YouTube videos out there who kind of that, that try to explain how the the ancients made these kind of structures, like like the Easter Island, right? And with like pulleys and stuff. I, I didn't realize. I mean, I I'd always heard that or that you know the the the, the big heads are actually attached to giant bodies, but the bodies were buried. Yeah. And I didn't really believe it. And then the other day I was looking at it, and they had ex- excavated some of them. Like there is a whole body under those heads. Those aren't just big stone heads sitting there. I'm like, wow, that that's amazing. That is that is insane. I guess I haven't seen that. But but then again, I mean, it's just I think it just goes back to the, the the we're just surprised that ancient technologies were as sophisticated as our own. Hmm. I mean, people are smart and they always have been. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. It's kind of like it's kind of like in philosophy where where I, I mean, I read this super fascinating book. That was, uh, the, the premise was, why is there something instead of nothing, right? Yeah. And what it boiled down to is we're here, even though the odds are astronomically in favor of us not being here, but just the fact that we are here means that that insanely improbable thing happened. And that's that. <laughs> That's really all there is to it. The situation just happened, and there was more likely than not in the formation of the multiverse a whole array of infinite possibilities played out in infinite different ways, and then one stuck. And we're here to contemplate it because we're the product of that one thing, you know? Yeah. So everything, everything that could possibly happen, happened, and we are the result of that one possible way. Yeah. Of properly. Yeah. And because everything in physics is in such delicate balance that if you changed one little tiny constant, the whole thing would just fall apart like a bunch of dominoes. But we're here because. We're the product of that insanely unlikely event, but given infinity, that insanely unlikely event was inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know, mystery oh, solved. Wow. <laughs> Yay, humanity! So, in the grand scheme of things, we are in fact. <laughs> I expected you to jump in. <laughs> acceptably real oh, well you got it come on you you were building that up I didn't, I didn't see it coming oh okay sorry
Hey, thanks for downloading and listening to our podcast. If you liked it, please consider going to the podcast nexus of your choice, be it iTunes, Google Play, or I don't know, the Illuminati podcast review triangle, and giving us a favorable review. That would both help us and encourage us to keep this up. Also, if you're into Twitter or Facebook or Reddit or Tumblr or LinkedIn, LinkedIn? Oh, why not? LinkedIn too. Share us out there if you would. To make it easy, we even have this little clicky click things on our website to make it so that you could just clickety click it and they share. And seriously, we appreciate it. So thanks. And don't forget to visit us over at acceptablyreal.com.